a few hours before dawn on the morning of his last job. Sabo Park got down on his belly next to the rifle on the bow of his fishing boat, eased forward into a comfortable shooting position, and flipped open the lens cap on his night vision scope. After quickly double-checking the sight in, he took out a pair of white earbuds, put them in, and pressed play on his iPod. The only song on the playlist was Nina Simone's Sinner Man, ten minutes and twenty seconds long. When it was over, Sabo was going to kill as many people as he could. Here's the deal. The South China Sea has more active smugglers than any other place in the world. The sea connects ports in China, the Philippines, Malaysia, Taiwan, and Vietnam. More cargo rolls through that puddle than anywhere else in the region. Most of it is legitimate, of course, but not all of it. Any illegal product worth selling goes through there. Human traffickers in Cambodia load up old cargo containers with children, throw them a couple cans of Insure and a bucket for waste, then ship them wholesale to sell as slaves in China. In Vietnam, cartels send out flotillas so packed with golden triangle dope that they can barely stay afloat. Every day, go-fast boats packed with counterfeit luxury goods make it out of Hong Kong, and fishing ships loaded with illicit whale meat come north for the hungry Japanese. Math comes from Thailand, guns come from Russia, fake money comes from North Korea, and bootlegs come from Shanghai. The South China Sea, for better or worse, is the epicenter of illegal shipping in the world. And where there's illegal shipping, there are pirates. When most people think of a pirate, they don't have a guy like Sabo Park in mind. Modern pirates are supposed to be Somalian kids with AKs who are hopped up on cot, not skinny Koreans with a propensity for seasickness. Sabo looked more like a fashion model than a hardened criminal. He stood six foot six and wore a Hugo Boss windbreaker, a blue pinstriped Eaton shirt, tight-fitting jeans, and a pair of $1,200 designer boots that had never seen mud. He had a Rolex Daytona and an iPod plated with 14-karat gold. Only the thick cotton ski mask and the latex gloves revealed his true purpose. Sabo Park was an armed robber. But tonight he wasn't stealing just anything. He was after something small enough to fit in the palm of his hand and valuable enough to buy a whole cargo container of Golden Triangle heroin. Over the years, thousands of men like him had fought and died for these things because Sabo's target was, by weight, one of the most valuable substances in the world. Tonight... Sabo was going to steal a blue sapphire. You see, more than half of the world's blue sapphires are smuggled at one point or another, because the best ones come from a little place called Burma. Specifically, they come from the town of Magok in the Mandalay region. The problem is, Burma isn't a place anymore. The country now calls itself Myanmar, because for a few decades it was ruled by a military junta who ran the whole place into the ground. The nation's bosses still sent people into the pits to pan for sapphires, sure, but every stone they pulled out was supposed to go directly to a state-supported gem dealer who'd mark it up a few thousand percent 
and pass the profits over to the regime. For some people, that markup just wouldn't do. Even now that Myanmar is taking some baby steps toward democracy, the markup's still there. So there are smugglers. A lot of smugglers. And worse, the independent narco-armies who control the North are finally getting in on the action, in order to supplement the drug money that pays for their perpetual civil war. More than a billion dollars of illegal gemstones get out each year, every year, like clockwork.